Hello, and welcome to Quick Hits, a podcast from Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada. I'm your host, Phil Gursky, president of Borealis in Ottawa, and this is Quick Hits number nine. The idea for this particular short podcast came to me this morning while I was reading online news, and it came across an interesting article in the Washington Post, which talked about a satire that had featured on Netflix, produced by a Brazilian comedy company, in which Jesus was portrayed as a gay man. Not surprisingly, this upset a lot of people. In fact, uh, politicians and preachers across Brazil labeled it as an act of blasphemy, and millions of people signed petitions calling for the creators, a group called Porta dos Fundos in Rio de Janeiro, to be charged with a crime. On Christmas Eve, the headquarters of the comedy troupe were firebombed with Molotov cocktails. So why am I focusing on this particular incident in this podcast? Quite simply, what happened in Rio on Christmas Eve was an act of terrorism. Why do I call it that? Recall that in my various podcasts and blogs over the past couple of years, I have stuck to a particular definition of terrorism, one with which I worked for over 15 years and one with which I'm most familiar, i.e. a definition provided by the Canadian Criminal Code, which states that an act of terrorism is a serious act of violence carried out for political, religious, or ideological reasons. Now, I realize that there are other definitions out there in different jurisdictions. Alex Schmidt, a friend of mine who works also as a fellow for the International Center of Counterterrorism in The Hague, once wrote a paper years ago in which he found over 100 definitions of terrorism. But I'm going to stick with this one because I'm a Canadian. So why do I call this an act of terrorism? Well, quite simply, firebombing an office is a serious act of violence. And it seems clear to me, based on the reaction to this particular comedy film, that it was done for religious reasons. As I noted, people claimed that the producers of this particular show were blasphemers. Blasphemy is a very, very serious crime in many people's eyes. And if you go back in history, the penalty for blasphemy was usually death. People were stoned to death. People were executed for blasphemy, including many scientists that challenged the church's view that the sun went around the earth. So to my mind, there's no question this was an act of terrorism. But why do I want to focus on it today? You know, we talk a lot about terrorism, and for most of us, including myself, in terms of my experience, we talk about Islamist extremism, i.e. jihadis, i.e. attacks carried out by groups like Islamic State or ISIS or Al-Qaeda, AQ, or Al-Shabaab in Somalia, or Boko Haram in Nigeria, or scads of other groups around the world. And as I've been saying for years, that indeed is the number one terrorist threat internationally, although there are local variations. Recall as well, a couple of years ago, that there were similar attacks carried out by Islamist extremists who felt that their religion was being blasphemed. The Charlie Hebdo attacks from a couple of years ago in 2015, where cartoons of the prophet of, of the cartoons that were used by that particular satirical magazine made fun of Islam. There was a terrorist attack against their office. Even further back in the mid-2000s, there was the infamous Danish cartoon contest in which cartoonists were asked to portray Islam, and then there were attacks against the editor of Judens Posten, which is the Danish paper that sponsored the contest. So we definitely have seen acts of terrorism in the past carried out by individuals for religious reasons who felt that they had the right to target, kill, and maim individuals who insulted their faith. 
How is this any different? We have what appear to be Christians incensed at the fact that their religion was being mocked through a movie that portrayed Christ as a gay man, and one of whom decided to launch a Molotov cocktail through the windows of the group that produced the film. Now, I don't know that anybody was hurt or any damage was done, but this qualifies in my mind as a serious act of violence. It also recalls, for those who are old enough to remember the first Temptation of Christ, which was a film way, way back in, I believe, the 1990s, which also portrayed Christ in a way which traditional conservative Christians would have taken offense to. And there was a lot of protest about that. There were, people were asking it to be bad. I even recall when Monty Python's Life of Brian, which was a satirical look at somebody who was not Jesus Christ, but who happened to be have been born in the stable next to him in typical Monty Python comedic fashion, even that was protested by people who felt it was making fun of religion. Now, I don't recall any acts of violence that took place because of Life of Brian or Last Temptation of the Christ. So in some ways, I, I don't want to you know, compare apples and oranges here. Islamist extremists who kill people are clearly of a different order of magnitude than people protesting in the streets. I simply want to point out that the thought process or the motivation behind the firebombing in Brazil is exactly the same as the motivation behind Islamist terrorists when they try to take out cartoonists or editorial staff who, in their minds, have made fun of their religion. And I think that when we analyze terrorism and we talk about terrorism, we have to be consistent here. So yes, the vast majority of attacks are carried out by Islamist extremists, and that's not going to change anytime soon. I've been saying that for 20 years. But if we want to be fair, if we want to be true to our profession, and when we talk about terrorism, when we analyze terrorism, we have no choice but to label what happened in Rio de Janeiro an act of terrorism, despite the fact that nobody was hurt. And maybe in some ways it was just fortunate that nobody was there. You could imagine an alternative scenario whereby the Molotov cocktail or a bomb or a shooting or whatever, a guy with a knife walks in the office when there are people there and he's so incensed at this insult to his religion, to his core beliefs, that he decides to take violent action and kill somebody to defend his thoughts, to defend his faith. I'm not trying to suggest this is a trend. I'm not trying to suggest that this is going to go into any other direction. It's going to escalate in any way. But getting back to my point, terrorism is terrorism. As long as it's an act of violence committed for ideological reasons, political reasons, or religious ones, we have to label an act of terrorism. So the firebombing on Christmas Eve in Rio de Janeiro was an act of terrorism. There's also an important lesson here. And that lesson is that anybody, irrespective of religion, irrespective of ethnic group, irrespective of where they are in the world, can resort to an act of terrorism in the best and or worst circumstances. So the person that was responsible for this Molotov cocktail, I have no idea who this person was, but they clearly acted out in what they saw as defense of their deeply held beliefs. But from the other angle, we have to label it an act of terrorism. Curious what you think about this. Am I off base here? Am I being dismissive? Am I exaggerating? Am I going too far with this one? I don't think I am, but I'd love to hear from you. You can always reach me on a variety of platforms. You can reach me on Gmail, borealisrisk at gmail.com. 
You can reach me on Twitter at Borealisaves, at LinkedIn, on Facebook. I highly recommend you check out my website, www.borealisthreatenedrisk.com. And by the way, you can subscribe to Content of Borealis at any time. You can follow the links on my webpage, subscribe, and you'll get all the content that's produced, all the podcasts, all the blogs, all the media interviews that I do. That's it for Quick Hits number nine. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope to hear some feedback from you. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe.